following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. This is take two of our second episode. Oh, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. It happens. Um, yeah. we're, we're still learning. Yeah. We're just, it's new to us. Be, be paid. Oh, oh. Windows. Turn off. Anyway. <laughs> cool. Um, so. Welcome yeah. back. <laughs> welcome back. My name is Michelle. And I'm Alyssa. <laughs> um, welcome back to two mics, one brain. Um. Currently, the brain is working at half capacity, so... <laughs> yeah, that one brain cell has split into two, so it's a fourth of a brain cell for each of us right now. Oh, well, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. A lot of wild stuff has been going on the last couple of weeks. Um, like we said the last time we were recording this episode we had a snowstorm no one knows what we said we can't no yeah that's true i mean so Probably yeah best well we went over the fact that we had a snowstorm which is why we had to postpone our second episode and then we had to postpone again because we don't know how to use computers <laughs> no apparently not we thought okay. we did and well you know when you what happens when you assume Makes out of out of an ass of yep. I don't know the whole <laughs> saying. I just know it's, that part. <laughs> Truly, when you assume it makes an ass out of you and me. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, because yeah, that's how assume is spelled. You're talking to the wrong person. <laughs> I spelling can't do. Sorry, I can use big words, but I can't spell them. Yeah, correct. Yeah. <laughs> um, <sighs> okay. Well. Um, so, um, we discussed, um, that we are going to introduce a new segment to, um, our podcast and actually we'll have uh, a moment to also introduce maybe a second segment to the podcast. Um, this will be every week. Um, so our first segment that we're going to start off with today is the question of the week. And our question of the week was, what is your biggest pet peeve? Oh. And maybe you've had a little bit more time to think over, like a couple, like you know, I a really, couple more. Honestly, I forgot about the question from the last time that we recorded this. But now that I'm thinking about it, I still have to keep the same one that I said the last time because that's the only one that just pops in my head. Stop! <laughs> it's chewing with your mouth open, and it's not the people that do it. It's just the, the sound. Act, yeah, the sound itself makes it feel like. My body's experiencing that feeling when nails are being scratched on a chalkboard. It's like that cringe. My body just tenses and it's disgusting. And yeah. And uh, like I said, so when when I told you what my thoughts were on this, I, like it's okay in certain circumstances. Yeah. Not when people do it, but when animals do it. Correct. Like if it's a crunching sound. Like a that's, crunchy, like. That's different. It's the smacking of wet food that. Like when horses are like just munching on like some hay. peppermints or something that like too, that. Like yeah. that's mm, that's yeah, cute. Yeah, it's like, cute. But uh, sorry. Um, 
um, yeah, it's it's the act of you are just smacking your lips and yeah, uh, I can't. Oh, my loved one Finn, like when he's crunching on a on a treat, he just <laughs> like. <laughs> See, I like it when when my cat like eats like her pieces of food individually. And then you hear the little tiny crunches. Little tiny I crunches. still, I still can't stop thinking about that video of the cat <laughs> just crunching on something extremely hard, and mm. it's like it, that that meme that I, I, I it lives rent free in my brain. <laughs> it's the when when you're in the science museum and you go to the gift shop and you start eating the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's only happened uh, twice. So. I've only done that a couple times. Yeah, so. that's that's fine. I like the I like the purple one. It tastes like grapes. I never tried that one. Oh, well, you should. No, I like the um, I like the blue ones oh. that they make in labs. No, <laughs> are you talking about the one in the basement or the one? <laughs> Have you ever seen the show Breaking Bad? No. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> those that... kinds of rocks. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You can't even eat those. That would be. Uh, I could. I couldn't even fathom doing. Okay. No. Yeah. No, we're not going to get into this conversation because that's just like <laughs> it's. It's not not a possible. No. So. <laughs> To you, what is your biggest pet peeve then? Uh, <laughs> I have such, I have such like, I don't have pet peeves that are just like annoyances. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, I probably do. <laughs> oh, one, one that I have that is not like a, like a, like a social like pet peeve is when my shoes are wet, especially when I'm wearing like Vans and then no. you have your foot on the gas pedal and mm-hmm. it like makes that, like that like sound <laughs> and you get that weird like tingly feeling in your forehead <laughs> like behind your eyebrows and your eyes yes and i'm like like oh my goodness i i felt that or like oh and this is something that's completely avoidable because like why the fuck would this just happen randomly but like like um like the feeling of like having a washcloth or like like not even okay that's a why the fuck would i do that um like gauze like gauze in your mouth yeah what is happening i don't know it's just a whole bunch of stuff but uh, um (laughs) like like the feeling of like gauze or like like if you have to like put uh, (laughs) put like ice on your like mouth or something like if you cut like your lip or your gum Mm. or something and put ice on it like the feeling of the paper towel on like your teeth or your tongue or like Uh, your gums is just disgusting to me nasty nope but that's not even my biggest pet peeve honestly i probably have so much more but every single time i hear the word pet peeve yeah that's the first thing that's the first thing every Um, single time my biggest pet peeve is when when you're like talking to somebody mm-hmm. that you haven't seen in a really long time and you're like catching up with them mm-hmm. and you know it's like oh hi how you doing like how's school mm-hmm. how's you know how's so and so and they go oh you know everything is good school's okay and you know and then they end the conversation there ah and they don't reciprocate the question and it's like Okay, I'll just go fuck myself, I guess. Yeah, I'll just <clears throat> leave. I guess I'm not 
wanted here. Yeah. I <laughs> and mean, you should have just told me to get, get the fuck out of there. Like, like you should have just told me to shut the fuck up and leave at that point. You could tell me to my face that you don't care. Yeah. That would hurt less, honestly. Yeah. Just than like, you pretending to be like, oh, yeah, everything's good. Okay. Well, it was really nice seeing you. Like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> or at the very least, make eye contact with me. And if you don't want to talk to me, turn away. Like, yeah. I, I'd much rather have that. I'd much rather like, just have, like, flat rejection than, like... Yeah. Than just to be, like, sitting or, there and me having waste I don't my know. time. It's just, like, it's polite. Like, if somebody's asking you, like, how you're doing and how, like, you know, your life is going. Yeah. Especially if you, if you haven't seen each other in a long time and you, like, you were, you were close curious. before. But you're not as close as you were, like, you know, in the past. It's still polite to just be like, yeah, how are you doing? Even if you don't care. Yeah. Like, if somebody asks you... They're asking you for a reason. Mm-hmm. And, like, they want to know how you're doing. Maybe they don't. I don't know. I mean, but at least when I ask, like, I care about, you know, how you're doing. I If I if I wouldn't ask if I didn't. Yeah. And it's like, and then if you're, it's just polite to be like, oh, how are things with you? Like, it's that easy. Yeah. And then a, if you don't care, you can just tune out. Like, yeah, it's not at least pretend concept. you're listening. Yeah. Like, nod your head a few times. Or, like, yeah. like when people are, like, <clears throat> really, like, chummy with you, like, one day. Or, and then the next day they're just like, and I get like in, in circumstances, like people have off days. Absolutely. But it's as simple as, like, hey, like I'm having a bad day. Mm-hmm. I just kind of want to be left alone. Yeah. And I'm so guilty of not doing that too. Like I, I'm not saying I'm perfect in, no. in that regard. I'm so guilty of being in a shitty mood and just <laughs> being like, fuck all of you. Like, <laughs> yeah, but at the very least, there's a difference between. Having, like, those one bad days and it, like, consistently being, like, the on and off. The inc- consistently being inconsistent. Inc- yeah. inc- oh, my God. Consistently being inconsistent. Yeah. That's the difference. That one doesn't necessarily bother me as much, though, as, like, talking to somebody and then them just being, like. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's- well, I mean, like, no, like, that, like, that people being, like, hot and cold. Because I understand, like. You have off days. Yeah. And people handle those differently. And mm-hmm. I maybe that's just, I mean, maybe it's selfish of me to be like, well, you need to, you know. <laughs> well, you can be inconsistent yeah. sometimes, but it's when it's a constant inconsistency in your mood towards people and that having that on and off more often than just having those flukes. I, yeah, I just think that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, that used to happen a lot with like people um like i don't know like like really old like old friends like not even like in any current like situation or anything because all the friends i have you know in my adult life are awesome they're yeah but like i don't even have any like i I don't even have any specific people that like you and i could like think of no honestly (laughs) i mean but like it, it's I just in it, that though. regard. Even like if you weren't super close, but you see somebody that you know, it's like yeah. you know you you know I don't know. Uh, but I have had some pretty like inconsistent friends before, well, where it's like it, yeah, literally like one happens. day it's like oh my god, you're my best friend, and then for like some like unknown reason, they're just like <laughs> J.K. Fuck you, bye, see ya, yeah. and it's like okay, mm. like, like that just pisses me off. Like at least a give me a reason. Mm-hmm. But like, also these these kinds of things happened in like fourth, fifth, sixth, like grade, even sometimes in high school, and you know when yeah. you're a teenager well, or like a preteen, grow. yeah, you don't know how to express those things. So you can't just like have like an adult conversation like that and be like, you know, I'm I I'm really feeling like like 
as kids, you just cut people off because you have no, you don't know how to communicate your feelings like that to. And most of the time, it's a very egocentric way of thinking as you're growing up, just because it's, I mean, throwing psychological stuff in here. Um, Use that knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it's just like, as you're growing up, like you start, at a certain point, you start growing out of the egocentrism. Mm Mm-hmm. But for the most part, a lot of people don't realize that they still have a huge part of that. Yeah, they as still they're like, growing and their brain is developing. They can't see like what another person is seeing. They only see what they feel and they only go by that. Right. And, and like then, that's where you kind of have to center yourself too. And like I said, like I do this too. Yeah. For sure. As an adult, yeah, you have no excuse. You're just like you're just an asshole. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean like like you know, I still I still have my moments where it's like, okay, like also, but like fun fact I don't know if this is true. Don't fact. I mean, you can fact check me. Something about people with ADHD brains, their frontal lobe or a certain part of their brain doesn't stop developing until like thirty. So most people's brains are supposed to stop developing at twenty five. Don't tell Enterprise or Hertz or any other <laughs> car rental company that. Cause... Well, I don't. I don't think I, I mean by that sense of the term, but like most people know mm-hmm. the fact that your brain is supposed to stop developing around twenty four and twenty five. It's, like, supposed to be flat rate. But for some reason, they're seeing, like, in ADHD brains, like, certain, like, tiny parts, like, nothing crazy that's, you know, detrimental to your, not, like, your mental capacity to do things kind of thing. It's just, like, tiny little things that are, you know, are supposed to be developed by that time. Takes a little longer. (laughs) I still can't stop thinking of the concept. The concept between, like, not... I mean, like, you can rent a car before 25, but, like, with the young driver fee, and it's because of the fact that your brain isn't fully developed or whatever. So why are we out here voting at age 18 and drinking at the age of 21? I don't know, dog. But, like, (laughs) I I love how car companies are like, you have to pay an extra fee until your brain is fully developed. And, like, it's so just wild. It's like, your brain is fully developed the day you turn 25. I, my frontal lobe feels so different. Like, <laughs> like, like you know where it is. Yeah. It's like, oh, I can feel it. It's, <laughs> it's, it's like a transformation. You feel like all the, you like do that circle, like that spinny thing and then <laughs> sparkles come like, out of you. Or have you ever seen off. Brother Bear <laughs> yeah. where when he turns back into, or like when he turns into the bear and he gets lifted in the air and he's yeah. like, he does the twirl thing and then. Or like Shrek when Fiona was. Yes. Turning that would probably have, honestly a better <laughs> analogy than. um. I don't know. In my, like, I think that maybe, though, the reason why I think this way is because I'm so social. Yeah. And I'm so, like, I'm such a people pleaser and I'm so, unfortunately, worried about what other people think about me. I'm so, so, so worried about what other people think of me. See, I'm the same way, but I, thanks to extensive therapy (laughs) have learned the art of just having my limits with people pleasing i i do it to a fault for sure these lights are gonna give me a seizure um Um, anyways but um, yeah like (laughs) the thing is uh for the longest time i was a huge people pleaser for sure and i am still a very like tenacious person and like don't like to step on a lot of toes but like just through weird experiences and just therapy, um, you learn that, like, at some point, it's kind of just, you got to do it. 
You just got to say no sometimes. Oh, and so I hate hard. it. And it's like a ball in my throat and like someone's like choking me when I say that. I know. No. And it sucks too because it's like because I am so social. It's like I like don't I don't want to say no to stuff. But sometimes mm-hmm. you kind of just have to. And then it's like, you know, it's like but then you don't. And you're like, shit, like I overbooked myself. Yeah, exactly. And it's like it, but like you want to cram everything into one like you know you want to cram everything in so you can do everything you want to do and it making sacrifices especially when you are a people pleaser when you know you are a very social Mm -hmm. person i thrive so well in social situations like i i hate being alone and that is also one of many flaws i have (laughs) but (laughs) um uh, i i'm like so hyper independent I overbook myself so horribly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I had the same problem too. Like right in the beginning of college, before I could, before I was even diagnosed with ADHD, but like just trying to get everything done within a certain time frame and just feeling like you can get it done, but you're like in this rush and like you are having such a hard time focusing on the things that you're supposed to do because you're also thinking yeah. about what you're supposed to do next. It's like when you have multiple things to do and like one at once, like packing it, I found myself drowning more in those situations. I find it really hard to live in the moment. Like, yeah, it's it's hard. It's so hard for me to live in the moment because I'm either thinking about something that already happened or or I'm thinking that like I need to do. Yeah. And it's so hard for me to like just relax. Exactly. I don't remember the last time I felt genuinely relaxed. I don't either. And... Even on days that I, like, with having this break from school, I didn't change my work schedule. So I mm. had, like, the days I would have off for classes still off. And, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, so I would have those days off just to give myself some time to relax. Yeah. I found myself, like, stressing over the fact that if I... Like, things I wanted to do but couldn't get it done because I just had no energy for it, even just as, like, doing the dishes, I felt myself stressing. And at the same time, even when days I had things to do and I was, like, Mm -hmm. productive, I would find myself still stressing about the thing I had to do afterwards when there was no stress to put on at the moment. We were literally just talking about this while, as we were walking in, too. Yeah. It's, like, it, like when you have something to do during the day, too, and, like, you don't have anything going mm-hmm. on prior, that entire time from when you wake up until that thing that you have to do is just a waiting period, and you end up wasting all of those hours. You could have been doing something, like, And you know relaxing. it, too, because it's, your brain is yelling at you to, to do all these right. things. Right. And it's, like, not even, like, oh, I could do chores, because then, at that point, you're still overbooking yourself. Yeah, exactly. And you're not relaxing. My problem is is i don't like set aside time to relax and then when Mm -hmm. it's like oh i have something to do at like five o'clock and i don't have anything going on i'm sitting there scrolling on my phone like Mm -hmm. sure some people would be like oh you did relax no i didn't no i've been thinking about what i have to do at five o'clock this entire fucking time exactly like like, phones in a general a whole conversation i could get into because i'm starting to hate these things slowly but surely yeah I'm so it's, bad with my phone, it's not even funny. Oh, oh, I'm awful with it. I'm not saying I'm any better than anyone, honestly. Like, I even I try to put... terrible, sorry. <laughs> I'll drink it. No. <laughs> um, but, like, even 
myself it's just like i find myself and i put like um timers on like social media i always find myself overriding that i don't get the point of that like i i don't understand the point of like uh, okay put in a password for your app and it's like well i know the fucking password i know it's probably meant for children yeah but even then it's like the idea is helpful but like for someone with adhd it's not no i'm gonna continue i i didn't even bother doing that when that I was a to, feature yeah i tried Sorry. it for school so i can like hopefully monitor like how much i'm going on social media versus actually doing my homework i'm gonna look at something really quick are you about to look at your screen time um yes <laughs> <laughs> now mine's probably pretty bad and let's see I could no. What was my screen time for last week? I'm almost embarrassed to say. Well, oh. now now I work at a job where like I there's not a whole lot going on <laughs> because I'm training. So like, yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, last week. Uh, last week's average. Is it daily average? It's wait. It should say right above the the uh, time. Well, yesterday, okay, sorry. Yesterday was, oh, this is by Thursdays. What am I doing? Well, today's screen time was already five hours and 32 minutes, so. Oh, wow. And it's 5.30. Um, (laughs) And my daily average is six hours and 41 minutes. My My last week's average was eight hours and 39 minutes. See, uh... Lucky enough for me, mine's a four twenty for a daily average, <laughs> four hours and twenty minutes. <laughs> um, but today, I'm proud of myself for this one. Only an hour and twenty two minutes, and I've had the whole day off. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So last week's average, like I said, was eight hours and thirty nine minutes. The total screen time at the bottom says sixty hours and thirty seven minutes. That oh, is, for like total time, total, total screen. screen time for last week was sixty hours and thirty seven minutes. Oh, mine's twenty four hours. I wasted a whole day, whole day. Social media. That's that's hurricane. I wasted almost three whole days. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, wild. And then, okay, I'm shocked. Honestly, that Instagram is like the most used. No, I'm not, because no, I'm cause... constantly sending you shit. Um... Yeah, I'm sending you shit, too. That's my most used, too. Dude, I blow her phone up so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have our periods where we both blow, like, she'll go once, we'll wait, like, a day, I'll blow up her phone, and then sometimes we have, like, the, the days that, like, mix in. I love how, oh my god, I love how Jackbox TV is at the bottom. <laughs> Only because I went to um a party at the theater on Saturday. Or, mm-hmm. yeah what was it last saturday um and we literally spent like almost four hours playing jackbox oh wow <laughs> that's fun though i love jackbox. so <laughs> i miss playing jackbox with like also yeah. why is my messages one of my top pickups that feels i think maybe i don't know maybe if it runs in the background but i feel like it would well, be no higher. it's not even screen time it's pickups oh, so I like see. when you oh, click into okay. it why is it that one <laughs> Well, speaking of screen time, 
Probably should. Oh, yeah. You know. Screen time. Um, we have different screen times, though. We have our phones. We have our phones. And then in the background mm-hmm. is the TV. Right. Because we... <laughs> you have to have two. You right? have to have both. You yeah. know, like those videos on TikTok where they have, like, an actual video playing or, like, a movie? Yeah. And, they and have, then like, they have, like, the, the slime or, like, the slime <laughs> videos or, like, the... The sand. Um... Or the what was that? Oh, Subway Surfers. Oh yes. Like, <laughs> I also like the ones with the kinetic, like kinetic sand things that they like just push into. Or like the five minute crafts things. Oh, I hate those. I like the five minute crafts. Really, just every time I see one, just makes me realize I can't handle that. No, it, it's <laughs> I don't. Yeah, they make the most bizarre of things, and it's like it's not even practical. Okay, like no. can we stop? No, not at all. Petition we're 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 like we're pretty good on time, so we have we have some time to get actually like get into this this time instead <laughs> of God. just crunching the <laughs> the movies and the. Yeah. So, um, I know, I posted something on Instagram, on our page about the movies that you guys should watch, and I know some of you have already seen these movies because I've talked about them with you guys in person, and if you haven't. Just stop here. Or don't. No, like, don't you know. stop listening. Just cover your ears. Yeah, just cover your ears for the, like... We need the view. No. <laughs> like, put it on the background. Just turn the volume down. Do something. Just let it play, but, like, just stop listening, I guess. Right. Yeah, you know. Maybe play our podcast, you know, overnight on, like, repeat. No. Or <laughs> listen to ele- elevator music. That might help, too. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, we are going to be talking about three main movies, and then we'll probably end up going on another tangent about other stuff. <laughs> um, I feel like I want to add a movie to this too, but we're we we'll can. Start. I mean, yeah, it, but we'll we'll, we'll see okay. how we how we go. So, um, we started with the worst one, yes. first, and our definition of worst is just like the cheesiest one, not necessarily like. like and I know a lot. Some of you are going to disagree with this. I know. I I talked about this um, with. I know DJ said something to me about uh, Midsummer, and he was like, "The movie was awful." <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> "Well, you just gave it away." Shout out DJ. Um, gave out one. Yeah. Okay. So awful we'll, with secrets. We'll start. We'll we'll start with the one that we started with before. Um, so our first one is. The Netflix movie that came out, Leave the World Behind, made uh, produced by Barack Obama and Michelle Obama and Michelle the Obamas. We'll just say the, the Obamas, the Queen herself. Yes. Well, I don't know. I'm still a little mad about a whole lunch situation back at, in in school. So like the cardboard pizza and the <laughs> yeah, the cardboard pizza and like the mashed potatoes that looked like mashed potatoes, but lo- it was water. The diet. Cokes and oh my god, no, oh, those paninis too. The chicken paninis, no, I don't, I don't understand it. Those were like a once in a while, I'm desperate, yeah. Like, type. I am starving, I have not eaten anything, this and is I like... would be so scared to eat them too. Mm-hmm. I'd be terrified. Okay, Lancaster did have like pretty decent school lunches, mm-hmm. I don't think they were awful. But I was also horrified of getting sick. I will literally dedicate an entire episode to me having a metaphobia and explaining how, like, yeah, that one's a awful. A- <laughs> it is to 
I also just didn't eat a lot as a kid because I had a horrible relationship with food because I was so scared of that of what the outcome yeah was no. gonna be. <laughs> uh, we have two different fears when it came to food, so we can have a whole dedication <laughs> Who to that keeps one. Calling me, leave me alone. Okay, um, <laughs> feet pics. <laughs> Yeah, W Riz. <laughs> <laughs> oh anyway, back to the uh, Anyways, the so, movie. Yes. Um. Okay. So this movie, um, if you haven't seen it, is about the end of the world, but like, it's, make it it's modern. Yes, modern, and it was deliberate. Yes, it wasn't like, oh my god, the world is ending, the world's on fire, all the icebergs are mm-hmm. melting, and everything's on fire, and all. Nothing like environmental. Yeah, it was, was like a man, man-made. It was like ending. an act of war, maybe. I guess you can technically consider it that, but they didn't really give much like clues because the basis behind it is they had no information on what was going on. Right. They had very little glimpse of things here and there, but that was more for like audiences understanding of this is was this was a hijacking. This was done deliberately by these people and like you get those flashes, but then right. their Wi-Fi's out, their TV's out, they have no information. So like it is easily could have been like World War 3 nuclear boom. Well, yeah, I mean, like, in the movie, they were, like, dropping, like, nuclear bombs on to Well, yeah, but it could have either been attacked on (laughs) United States or it could have been just overall. Right. Boom, end of the world, kind of crazy. Like, it doesn't give you much after. It was, like, it was a good movie. If you haven't seen better movies. Like, it's not a bad movie because it also has, like, the idea of it could happen. It's not super far-fetched that Mm -hmm. it's, like, a work of fiction, but it's still a work of fiction because it's never happened. But it could. (laughs) And, like, picking out those weaknesses in technology is really what I think is what makes it possible. Yes. Because as technology is advancing, you have all these electrical cars that run on their own at this right. point. And if, like, like in a sense where, like, I guess, like, malfunctioning, that'd mm-hmm. be terrifying. I will never get in one of those cars, the self-driving yeah. ones. I don't even like, I like, I personally don't like being or driving, being, I don't like being in an electric car. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't like being in an electric car or driving them because the way that they stop. Mm-hmm. Um, because they don't coast like gas cars do. Yeah. Just so like when I at Delta Sonic when I would drive like a, um, like a Tesla. Mm-hmm. If you took your foot off the gas pedal, it, it stopped. Well, it stopped like moving. Mm-hmm. Pretty much immediately, like almost like you put your foot on the brake. Oh. But not nearly as fast as if you like slammed on the brake, obviously, because that yeah. would be dangerous. But. Like, the way it stopped mm-hmm. just felt like, it just made, it makes me feel motion sick, almost. And, okay. like, normally people don't get motion sick when they're driving. Yeah. Because you're in charge of the vehicle. And you know you're moving. Like, your brain is like, okay, 
the car's moving, like, I know, like, what's happening. But, like, when you're sitting in the passenger seat of the car, your brain's like, what is going on? Like, why are these things going fast, but I'm not moving? Yeah. Because you're able to think about it in a different way. Like, you're more focused on... Right. When you're driving, you have a lot more to focus on. So that way, you're not honing down on the fact of, oh, I'm not moving. But, but, the, but like but the car is yeah but i'm moving like yeah it doesn't fuck up your equilibrium but like driving an electric vehicle is almost like being a passenger in a car if you deal with car sickness like it's mm. just ugh, i just don't like it yeah no. and, and then imagine <laughs> just your nobody's car. driving <laughs> yeah no one is driving your car and your car just like leaves your driveway and you're like where the fuck is it going <laughs> he's going out <laughs> he's going out with all his other buddies and you know having... going out with his friends sorry bye <laughs> yeah it's like see ya yeah we're all gonna meet at this uh one bridge all like ten thousand of us what do you think the worst part of the movie was <sighs> like what do you mean by worst part? like what what was your least favorite part of that movie i think my least favorite part of the movie I think it had to be when they were, um, the two people were drinking. I forget their names, honestly. Two people were drinking and the two others were getting high. Oh, uh, yeah. That was fucking weird. Yeah. Like, it made me didn't... very uncomfortable. And I'm just like, I don't understand. What was the point? Like, Yeah. Because, uh, like, this is a married couple that's, like, split into two, de- like, separate sections. And you, like, you assume someone's going to end up cheating. The whole time, the whole time, you know, Julia Roberts' character was, like depicted as this i hate people race no she was that like too. she was racist like mm-hmm. it at least it seemed like i mean the guy's daughter made a whole comment about like yeah you know her acting prejudice to yeah you know this guy and his daughter mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden she wants to fuck him like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, like what hold on a minute like it it just seemed a little bit, like, all over the place. Yeah. And it just, I don't know, like, that scene made me uncomfortable in the sense of it just, like, f- one moment she's like, I hate everybody, and then, you know, she, like, wants to spend time with her family, and she's in love with her husband and everything, and the next moment, I maybe maybe it's, like, in a sense of panic thing. Yeah. I just... I don't know. It just seemed like it just didn't seem consistent. That's all. No, that's fair. I mean, like, yeah. And also found it weird that the the uh, that dad was smoking weed with this twenty year old. Right. Like, okay. That girl had the most like sense. Like the most. She was the most put together. Oh yeah, absolutely. In that entire movie, and like I totally agreed with honestly like at first i was like okay this is like it seemed weird when they showed up to the house and it's like is this gonna be a horror movie like yeah like are they gonna gonna be the ones to like well because they made it seem so suspicious like because he knew something yeah the owner the owner of this house i feel like we should go into like what the movie's actually about but um like i mean if they watch the movie they know what it's about the owner of the house you know and his daughter first of all thought they were married yeah, no, that that was my first thought too. And like, then okay. And then it was like, oh, like what are we going to do? We're going to have to like sleep in the same bed. And I was like And I was like, wait. That's that's her daughter. I was like, oh, like like oh. And just the way that they perceived it when they walked through the door and I maybe that was intentional. 
It could have been, yeah. But it just, like, again, like, it just, it, there were things that seemed inconsistent, but Mostly, it, yeah. that guy's daughter, I loved her. She was awesome. She yeah. she literally had her shit together, and she was like, you guys are all literally, like, crazy and stupid. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, she, she was like, yeah. Um. Also, the whole thing with, like, the son, like, I mean, I get it, he's, like, a horny teenage boy, but, like, dude <laughs> he, was trying to, he was trying to he was trying to you know he was trying to hit that well he was he had taken a picture of this girl in her beginning and he's like uh-huh. trying to rub one out and he can't because fucking lyme disease <laughs> that's another inconsistency that i noticed this kid gets bit by like a like a tick or something like that yeah and like he he can't fucking beat one off because he's like sick but they blamed it on the sound waves that they were sending out, like, or whatever, the the frequencies that they were sending out. Mm-hmm. And they didn't even touch on the fact that this kid literally was, like, maybe they did and I missed it. But I don't, like, they they based that whole thing with his teeth falling out on those, like, loud noises that they were broadcasting out to yeah. the world. And they didn't even touch on the fact that he had fucking Lyme disease. And also... I thought that's what they were doing at the end, trying to get him medicine for the Lyme disease. May Oh, maybe. Yeah, I think you might be right. I think I think they explained the teeth falling out because of the sound waves, but everything it else just, he was feeling was Lyme disease. But then, like, I don't know, that just seems like too much. Yeah, it does. It's like... I don't understand. Oh, that. you know, like, at, at least make it seem like he's got this weird disease instead of being like, oh, it's the sound waves. It's <laughs> the frequency. Like... <laughs> no, he is infected by some nasty ass bug that he, you know, he got it's like, like walking. It's one or the other. Pick one. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, that's a lot for me to comprehend. It was just some of it was just very like cringy. And but like I said, like it's a good movie if you haven't seen better movies. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, there's just some things in it that are just too freaky and like it could happen. Ethan Hawke did the best job in the movie, I think. Him and the i don't i don't know a lot of the actors names just because i yeah no, didn't i really care for the movie that much but all i know is the uh the one actress but i honestly forget her name half the time yeah well now i'm blanking exactly yep. <laughs> um julie roberts yeah yeah that's her i love julie roberts yeah but she's, that she's was not her good. best role i don't know she's had worse really i think so yeah yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a couple of movies like like those cheesy like comedy like romance comedies, rom coms. Yes, that's what yeah. they're called. Um, who's the girl that played the guy's daughter? Um, the girl who played Ruth. I don't want to butcher her name. But, I don't know who that was. Um, and then also the girl who played Rosie, like the girl who's obsessed with friends. The oh, ending yeah. was just awful. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, I'm so glad she got to watch the final episode. I've never watched Friends, so. What? I really? watched, maybe, I think when I was like 13 or 14. I grew no, up watching No, it was when I was 14. I, I grew up watching that with, um, it's just really myself, but then like as I got older, like with my stepmom or my mom or whatever, but. Good I, show. You um, should watch it. No, because after <laughs> no after I've watched like Scrubs, I that's like the level of humor that I'm on. It's still cheesy like humor. Yeah, I hate shows with like laugh tracks. I guess that's fair. I hate them. They're just I don't like being told where to laugh. And then also, 
Jokes aren't really that funny. <laughs> that's fair. I mean, there's some good jokes. I'm picky about so shows. Uh, that's why I like I like I love Gilmore Girls because no laugh track and oh, it's witty. Girls, it's witty humor, and yes. it's like same with Scrubs. It's like it's all and half of Scrubs is unscripted. Well, say I mean a lot of a friends are like that too, and it's very much like the only thing in it is la- the laugh track, but they have a lot of unscripted moments and stuff like unscripted that. Unscripted yeah, moments like, and I the figured. wittiness like that. That humor, especially between like certain characters, you have that witty banter. I can see the appeal, but I I think I think I did watch like the first two seasons when I was fourteen, when I was in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. I remember because um, the marching. I remember I had a friend who was in the marching band um, that year, and that's when I couldn't be in marching band because oh. my leg was broken. Oh yeah, um, and they were in Disney and. I distinctly remember texting said friend and she was like, I've done nothing but throw up on this trip. And like, you know, and I don't know why, like, I remember exactly when it was January of 2014. Yeah. It was like very beginning because friends was going off of Netflix Mm -hmm. and I wanted to watch it because it was like, oh, maybe I should watch friends. Everybody else says it's great. And then I got bored out of my mind (laughs) and I ended up. Could have probably had to of it. had a had to have been because you were sitting in bed not doing much and that show is not really meant to be watched down in a, in sittings. They're very much like supposed to be spaced out and like yeah, they were more fair. made for like cable television. Yeah, that's probably why like a lot of those shows piss me off so much because it's like I don't. There's not want to binge watch these, but like Gilmore Girls, I could I could watch all seven seasons, six or seven seasons of it in literally one day. And I could. I don't think that's physically possible to do, but see, I just rotate through it throughout the whole year, just all, <laughs> all year round, year round, year round, baby. But it's like it's like that. Um, it's like how old people used to like watch something at a certain time of the day, like in the morning. They had their certain shows on that they would wait for. That's how Gilmore Girls is for me. It's like in the morning, that's the first thing I watch. And then I go about my day. And then, I, and like if I'm having a lazy day, I will only watch it up until a certain point and then I'll put something stupid on like The Office or like Superstore or some, or Brooklyn Nine Nine or something like something stupid in the background. But Gilmore Girls has a chunk of time <laughs> of my day. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, I could watch Gilmore Girls without, like, being on, like, a, like totally attentive with it and yeah. know exactly what's happening. Exactly. I've just, seen it so many times now. I, I've been watching that show since I was, like, 16. Yeah. I mean, I used to remember my stepmom would always watch it, but I never was into it as a kid. And I just remember this, like, the intro because it'd be so loud when I was in my room. Mm-hmm. I Like, it was just, like, subconsciously, subconsciously in my head all the time. And then when I actually started watching the show, I'm like, holy shit, I remember this. I yeah. remember this sound. Holy crap. It was that there's like there's relations. There's a ton of shows that I'll just rotate out. Um one that I haven't watched in a really long time though, like since graduating high school, was The Fosters. See, I never liked those shows. I wasn't like a huge like pretty little liars. I or... liked that show. The Fosters, yeah. I didn't love pretty little liars i never finished that one i like um, i think i only got a few episodes in it's pretty good 
I will admit, like I like it is it is a little like like some of it is a little bit of hard watch, but it's it's I don't know. I, I was able to binge through it pretty easily and I am super picky with what I watch. Parenthood, I love Parenthood. I think you would love Parenthood too. It's yeah. got like the same witty humor as Gilmore Girls does. But <laughs> that's fair. Um I think you'd love it. <laughs> I I don't know. We'll see. You should watch it. Yeah, just like people should have watched Midsummer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Transition. Oh so okay. Because <laughs> well, here wait, backtrack a little bit. What would you rate <laughs> what would you rate Leave the World Behind? Ah. Uh, out of ten. I get seven. That's being generous. I'm giving it a five and a half. Give it a seven. I just did. I just really didn't. I don't know what I, I didn't. There like. was there was bonus points because of the Obamas. Yes, that was it. The movie itself. I love that they that they produced that whole movie. Honestly, I think exactly. that's awesome. Yeah. I think that's really cool. I think the president was just trying to tell us something low key. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but um, Barack Obama has been out of office since, like, you know. <laughs> but they still call him Mr. President because he was the president. Yeah, that's fair. Like most presidents afterwards. Would you still call George Washington Mr. President? Hmm? I would if he was still alive. Hmm? Yeah, if he was right here and right in front of me, I would say the same thing to Abe Lincoln, too. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not Truman, but, you know. Fuck Truman, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyways, um, yeah, I don't know. It was an okay movie. Um, I thought everybody, like, did a pretty... Good job in the movie. It just, I don't know. Hey, let's get to the best I thought, stuff. Yeah, I thought it was okay. Let's so, get, let's, five and a half is all right. <laughs> let's talk about Florence Pugh, baby. Oh. <laughs> woman. I love that woman so oh, much. She is hot. Chef's kiss. That too. <laughs> <laughs> she is an amazing actress. and She's my wife, but she doesn't know it yet. Not yet, yeah. I saw you writing those papers. Florence, baby, if you yeah. want to <laughs> call me. <laughs> DM me. Um, we can arrange yeah. something. No. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. You know. Anyways. No one has to know, big girl. <laughs> so if you haven't seen the A24 movie Midsummer, I would recommend watching it once and then never watching it ever again. Uh, see, I would watch it again and again. That sounds really messed up. But I found a love for the way they filmed it and like the way the I love the way were. yeah I love the way it was filmed. Um, I just didn't love a lot of the actions that happened. Yeah, the I okay wait. I have I did love like a lot of the movie. Mm-hmm. I just it felt like when I watched like Interstellar, it just felt like that like my brain was a wet towel. And, it was and sh- I, somebody was just wringing my brain out <laughs> into a bucket that had holes at the bottom of it. <laughs> See, I just, I could not get over the psychedelic effect that they had with the film. It was just mind-blowing to me. And as someone that many, many years ago has taken a psychedelic, um, it was very spot on <clears throat> on visuals. You know, I'm not going to sit here and lie and say I haven't. Okay. You know what? Sorry, mom. Well, if you, but you know, um, 
Many years is it a couple. Let's say a couple. It's been a couple years. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, that's many years to me. At this point, time is moving in a weird Honestly a couple weeks ago felt like many years to me, so that makes sense. Um. Yeah. So yeah, but like the way they got those details of what someone that is on a psychedelic would see. They got it so spot on, but it was so subtle that most people probably did not realize it. And I think when we were talking about this last time, you didn't realize like how the trees were kind of moving and like I did notice that. I a I, certain pattern. Like, I picked up a lot of those like psychedelic um like Well, yeah, I mean visuals, they're... but like as somebody who's never done them before, mm-hmm. I didn't quite understand how accurate it was. Oh yeah, it and was... I, there was a couple things that I probably didn't pick up on just because, like, yeah, there, like, because a lot of it can be subtle, a lot of it can be like major. It's like that fluctuation. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I think it was the people's faces that you didn't realize. Oh because... yeah, no, it was the it was the people's faces. I didn't really yeah, totally but catch like onto that. There, it was like a subtle change in their face. It didn't make them look inhuman. But like, if you looked at certain points, like their eyes or their nose or their mouth. They'd be slightly off, and they would kind of move slightly. Yeah. And, like, in the trees, like, how it moves, and then, like, the grass growing into her hands and her feet, and then her flowers. Her flowers are what fascinated me the most. Those were kind of cool. Yeah. That was so awesome. <clears throat> I, I don't know. And and then also, for those of you who don't know, like, what Midsummer is about, it's about the celebrate, well, okay, the movie is about celebrating um midsummer which is what pagan holiday yes it's a pagan holiday it's a pagan celebration um <laughs> and um it's like the whole thing with like the mayflower and you know mm-hmm. um or was is that what it call, it's called the what it's not the mayflower that's a boat yeah <laughs> wait a minute no or am i correct cuz i pretty honestly i have no idea what you're what is the thing that, um... But yeah. Pagan holiday that... Wait. Huh? <laughs> I'm really... I don't... I feel like I don't know what I'm talking about. No, it is a boat. What is the thing called where, where you, like, you know, dance around the pole with... May Queen? Well, yeah, the, it was the May Queen, like, but with the actual, like... I do not know what you're talking about. Um... Wait, no. You got me all confused now. Uh anyway. Yeah. Great vision. What it's called. I don't know, dude. Okay, so yeah, Midsummer Celebration um takes place in June and it's a celebration of the summer solstice. Um, the longest day of the year is one of the most celebrated holidays in Sweden. So this whole yeah. thing took place in Sweden. Mm-hmm. Um and a traditional lunch is served in the garden with pickled herring. Uh, new potatoes, cured salmon, and drinking snaps, followed by a drinking song. Yeah, these people weren't drinking, like, beers and stuff. They were drinking mushroom water and teas. Yeah, well, this, it was like a cult. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah, um, start with there. Yeah, it was, it was absolutely a cult. And it was just really funny because I was laughing at the fact of, they were showing pictures of the of this cult and like the red flags of everyone in a 
all it's called white. A maypole. Sorry. Okay. Maypole. <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was called. A- well, it's because it's got flowers all over it. Yeah. But no, I just look like an idiot. But it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But like, what was I going to say? <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I welcome to my brain, guys. It's just thoughts were there, and now they're not. But yes, um, <laughs> mid. So yes, the the celebration of Midsummer. This is exactly what this thing is about. This movie is about. But um, it's got some really fucked up and uh, like very graphic. Yes, graphic twists to it. Yeah, very psychologically uh damaging mm-hmm. to some. <laughs> Yeah, so this whole group of, like, people go, they go on a trip for this college, like, yeah. Yeah. One of their friends it is was, a part yeah. of this, this. And they were invited. And they were invited to do their thesis on it. Only one person was invited to do their thesis. The other one, which was the jackass of the boyfriend, then stole that Fuck idea that <laughs> from that person. We were talking about this yesterday, um, after rehearsal, and we were talking about um we were talking about just like the way he was just sitting in the bear costume oh my god and just his face he was like <gasps> like well yeah because he was paralyzed well he was paralyzed and he was just like he was just fucked up off of shrooms well we, we were talking we, we talked about this a couple days ago too um also after rehearsal and we were talking about midsummer and mm. just like how literally fucked up the movie is and i honestly i really did like it a lot mm-hmm. um there were a couple of things that i could have went without seeing like like what that guy's full penis on display oh you have yet to watch salt burn because <laughs> yeah. honestly i i would take that over salt burn I've heard mixed things about Saltburn, and I tried watching it, and then um, I was like, I really don't know if I want to get into this right now. It was, like, late, too, so I didn't, I just, I yeah. wanted to, like, actually pay attention to the movie. Yeah. And Good there's one. very rare windows for that to happen. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, um, him finding a pubic hair in his food was, like, oh, okay. Gross. Um. You know. Oh, and it's one of those movies where you think in the beginning, and I we did talk about this before, where it's like the beginning of the movie starts off with something like really messed up, and you're yeah. like, it can't get any worse from here. Oh, see, right? I think that I think the opposite. I'm like, that's just the beginning. Where is this? I'm just naive go? and innocent. I guess I don't know. I just, I, I yeah, I don't. I'm I don't such think an the world, optimist. <laughs> I don't think the world has crushed you enough yet. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> Clearly not. Are you sure? I think I'm just so so mentally damaged There's at this a- point where I'm trying to grasp onto every little bit of hope that I have left. <laughs> I guess that's fair. See, I just it's like I try to find the 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 optimism and everything. It's like, oh, there's no way that this could be any more fucked up than it already is, and then it's like, oh, it is. Oh. <laughs> but it is. Yeah, no, for me, it's just whenever something happens, like even like the beginning of the day, like something bad happens, I'm like, this is just the start, and that's probably why things get worse, is because I'm already pissed off. But you know, yeah, I've tried to reframe my mindset a little bit just so i don't end up like 
angry at the world. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. That's fair. But I mean, the beginning of that was. Uh, yeah. I don't up. even know how to like. But like this. Ah, oh, I forgot about this too. I was going to say, can I change my pet peeve? Because I don't like it when people. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Like. When it comes to someone's intuition and knowing something's about to happen and then people say Somebody like, Oh no, you're no you're like, overreacting. You're overreacting, like you're crazy without like listening to them and being like, Well, what is it that you're really like right. seeing? I'd not seeing it. Can you explain it to me? But in, instead of doing that, they just like disregard someone's instead intuition. Instead of you like you could even try to like, you know, even if their intuition may be wrong listening to them like listening to them like why do you think that like break it down this is gonna happen and yeah. like i guess in an anxiety perspective like if you're always thinking something is gonna go wrong and then like you're always wrong about it then yeah maybe you're overreacting a little bit and like but at least center yeah like have a person and be like have a conversation just blowing them off and be like you're fine or yeah or calling them crazy or something like that because they're not seeing something that or you're seeing something that they're not Right. But, like, that intuition that you feel, like, deep down in your gut, you know it's right. And then, like, now that's being pushed down by someone. Hate it when people. Oh, God. Because, like, know. that feeling is just awful. And, honestly, can't say that I'm not a, not sad that he had to go in that movie. Yeah, he was kind of a douchebag. But, like, so uh, he was he was so very standoffish. And he's like, I'm going to break up with her. Um, And then, and then when things started, things started, like getting like weird and then he was like wait 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 like come to sweden with me please well he didn't even want her to go yeah he I know. was like i'm i invited her but she's probably not gonna go and then, and then she what? just hee hee i'm here Ow. as he as she should because she's made queen now yeah she is a queen and he's what do you think happened to her at the end i don't know i wonder if she stayed there I feel like though I feel like, or maybe you she have left. To. Well, I don't think so. I don't think that was like a thing that you had to do. Well, you have to stay there until the next solstice. You're the May Queen. But they didn't have a role. It was just if you danced around this pole, and were the last one standing, you win. Because there was a whole bunch of pictures of like past May Queens that weren't there for sure. They're probably the dead. No, <laughs> that too. Um, <laughs> I th I'm pretty sure. I don't. I I could be totally wrong too. But I'm pretty sure that if you are crowned May Queen, you have to, like, fulfill some sort of duty as May Queen until the next solstice, and then you either keep your, like, you're like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna win this competition every year, mm -hmm. <laughs> or. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's it. Or somebody else outranks you, and then it's like, oh, well, I guess I'm not make queen anymore. Like, I'm like and then it's like, okay, well, now I don't fulfill as higher of a role in this. But like, mm -hmm. I feel like, especially in a cult setting like that, she was definitely stuck there. But I or also they tried think, to kill her. <laughs> but I also think because the that specific tradition they said was a very like it only came by every like it was like a once in a lifetime thing. That's what the the one guy said. Mm. So the exact what they were doing was like a once in a lifetime event. So I don't think she would have had to stay there. That's okay. Because if someone's going to be crowned May Queen, I don't think it like it lasts. Well, it was because life. they weren't a part of like that family. Yeah, they but they had to invite people. 
Okay. You know what I mean? Because, like, all those sacrifices, the people that they killed, those two that that they killed, the uh, that couple. Oh, yeah, the couple that, that was they the killed. And yeah. they were like, oh, my God. Well, it's because they started realizing, like, how fucked up this was. And then no, they were like, there were sacrifices. That At the end, they explained oh. that every single one of them was a sacrifice. And at the end, pretty sure she had to choose between, like, one of their own, like, within the Oh, cult, yeah, that's right. You're so right. Or her boyfriend. So she was like, fuck him. Well, yeah, I mean. He just she, fucked she, another she, girl. Yeah, and she saw it. So, yeah. But I don't think, I definitely think it's like a once in a lifetime thing that if she was crowned it, she wouldn't have any obligations. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because she was sense. brought in. It's She's still not in the cult. She had to pick from one of their own or one of her own. Dude, imagine returning home from that, though. I don't know. Anyways. Sorry for that break after mission. We're hearing the phone ring. Um, anyway, (laughs) speaking of scary, no, (laughs) scary movies. Um, so then, yeah, speaking of Florence Pugh, oh, yeah, we also chose another movie with her in it. She's just a rising star. Oh, no, it was all because of Harry Styles. No, I'm kidding. He, he was, I, okay, listen, don't get me wrong. I used to like hate on Harry Styles because he was like mainstream and i was one of those those i'm not like other girls like, i'm not like other girls <laughs> i feel like i said this on the last the last episode too um I'm, but I'm like, not like other girls. i'm really not no <laughs> um i definitely am i'm definitely like an average fucking person but um but you weren't i just didn't like i wasn't mainstream. in also just really didn't enjoy i mean like i grew up with parents who go to music festivals and you know are into classic rock and mm-hmm. psychedelic rock and yeah and jam bands and stuff like that like i grew around that yeah see i grew around the main pop culture like the ni- you grew up around like 90s pop 90s and pop. like r&b and stuff like that yeah and then so. I, now my taste of music is oh also dad rock like yacht rock yacht rock is like my favorite type of classic rock is the type of music that you would like gladly sip like a good almost like beer. jimmy buffett music but better oh I and i'm gonna get a jimmy lot of buffett. hate for that i couldn't i like i mean i think he's dead rest in, in peace. peace yes yeah um <laughs> but yeah i was never like it wasn't that stuff I don't, it was like the dad rock that essentially starts all emo like oh like hair metal oh like nickelback that start that was like the start oh, of the emo. Oh, like Midwest emo kind of. Yeah. There, I wouldn't say Nickelback is very Midwest emo, but like it was like the like, yeah. integration into it. Because then there was like Three Days Grace. Then you had, uh there's a whole bunch of other ones. I can't think of the names, but like the very basic, yeah, dad rock. Not like because my dad was more of a younger dad. So like when I think of. My dad is dad rock. Not. I think of something. <laughs> Sorry, dad. Yeah, I think your dad in like when I think of your dad in his age and dad rock for him would be like Crosby, a- Stills and Nash, and like yeah, I mean, like ACDC and stuff like that too. I wouldn't even say ACDC. He loved. Really? Yeah, I mean, he was like Rolling Stones, Beatles. Well, like I feel like ACDC would go with Rolling Stones and like that mm. step pedestal. I'm not really sure if my dad's into ACDC. I See, like that's something I would have to ask him. 
he's more like um like into like cream and yes and mm-hmm. um jeff beck and like yeah he's into progressive rock mm-hmm. not so much like like hard rock yeah okay he doesn't love hard rock um and he also loves like like the same like he had a he was in this band um the acoustic assault that Ellie mm-hmm. is not um yeah <laughs> um but when they were doing that they did like Crosby Stills and Nash they did uh Fleetwood Mac they did like Lyle Lovett um I think that's his name I might be wrong but um not sure who else uh Alma Brothers stuff like that like mm-hmm. it it was very like like yacht rock like what I was saying before it's mm-hmm. just like or like soft rock yeah very like 70s not so much 80s rock but like late 60s early 70s rock yeah harry styles can never live up to that no but he does a good i will say i i do have a lot of respect for harry styles as a musician he does an excellent job his i don't think any of his albums flopped no i don't think so i think he's a great musician for sure and now an actor Honestly, I I thought he did great. I think I thought that he was did a great amazing. Movie. Yeah, he did really good. And I think where the movie flopped for a lot of Harry Styles fans was more like, oh, he's be- like depicted as this, like this really bad person in the end, and it's like, ah, oh, they ruined the movie. It's like, hmm, did you miss the point? Because <laughs> I think you did. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you missed the entire point of the fucking movie. It's a psychological like like horror. Yeah, yeah. it's you're stuck in this reality that you don't realize is it's fake it's completely fake. fake yeah and she's literally her eyes are what pride open pride like, open with, and like with like a hypnosis kind of thing i don't think we actually mentioned what the name of the movie was <laughs> the oh movie yeah we're talking about is we're, don't worry darling <laughs> yeah don't worry darling with our our florence Pugh my and, wife yeah our florence Pugh and uh harry styles honestly i liked it it gave me very much like pleasantville vibes with um the colors were awesome in the movie yes it really was i think it almost like reminded me of like a west anderson with like the a little bit yeah like uh, the clay colors like that red and stuff like that the color grading yeah yeah i love i love seeing stuff on instagram about like how color grading really affects like how a movie is viewed it's just yeah. it like um like how saltburn i yes. guess i saw that um saltburns it was gorgeous the same with whiplash and la la land oh la la land um, was a good one yeah where it starts off like bright and then it like, gets like fades. moody yeah and it's it's just the color i love color grading yeah i say i love it with music too i like the background music mm-hmm. because especially like with scary movies you know something's about to like Oh, get I could wacky. get into a whole. I would love to be the person who picks music yes. for movies. Like not even like I like you have composers for but movies. Like the the songs, the songs. Like yes. yeah, I'm not musically. <laughs> I'm not musically advanced enough to be a composer. I don't understand music theory to that like to that extent. To that extent. Yeah, I couldn't. That's a lot. That's a lot more. Than I, I just haven't really learned it. Like uh, since junior year of high school and that was uh, quite literally probably almost 10 years ago mm-hmm. that's fair yeah about that's crazy. um i don't, don't make me feel about old. it yeah i don't want to think it. about that um <laughs> but like 
I yeah no the music the music makes a huge difference obviously and like you know the way you filter your and also just like movies that are that are filmed on film cameras mm-hmm. are chef's kiss chef's kiss absolutely like yeah. old fashioned well not like old fa- I don't know I like I'm not an expert on mm-hmm. we'll have to bring Brandon on here and <laughs> yeah have him like explain how all this stuff works because he's a film major but yeah we'll have him explain this one day I yeah the movie the movie was just visually like appealing yeah I loved it and just the scary part of like virtual reality and be like mm-hmm. oh this could happen to you if someone really just hated you enough and just it's like you over the head and be like <laughs> do you remember when I talked about um Black Mirror, like the yeah. whole episode of Black Mirror, mm-hmm. where he and his friend were like, had, I think they were like out of touch for a while or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly. It's been like two years since I've seen the. I, I did say I was going to rewatch it, but I never did. Yeah, um, I've never seen it, so I'm not Black quite Mirror too sure. VR episode. But so. yeah, but for those that are still listening and don't know, um, in the movie, like they're at the end, it is told that or shown that the person that is in this virtual reality is like eyes pried open, laying in their bed, and like they have the whole going to work scene, like every day in the every day is the same. Yeah, every day it's is like the same. Groundhog Day, but like yes, really scary. <laughs> yes, it's Groundhog Day for like the men, and then they just go into this random hole where they're essentially stepping out of that virtual reality to go work but leaving the person that they brought into the reality in bed just just laying in bed with their eyes open like the best way i can explain this movie is it's a movie about incels yes who have no life and think and think that men like sorry (laughs) just Think, think that like they are they're, they're, I don't want to say anything that's gonna they're it. get me canceled. No, <laughs> um, they're just it. Yeah, they just well, like okay, so superior. it's it's all set in like the fifties, like you know your typical like housewife, the nuclear family. Yeah, yeah the, the the stereotypical like yeah, but it doesn't mean it's so a normal. This guy wants a life where he is successful and he provides for for his wife mm-hmm. and. And she's like grateful for it, and yeah. not realizing that what he's really doing. But, but then, then she realizes that something's not right. Like something's a little off, and um, she's like, yeah, she's questioning things. She and then things start to go like a little bit wrong, and then she starts to snap out of it, and she's realizing like, shit, like everything's supposed to be perfect every day. It's almost like it's too perfect. It's like. Kind of like Barbie, yeah, a little bit, like exactly. I I think I did say like Barbie and yeah, Tr- uh, Truman Show and Pleasantville kind of all rolled yeah. into one. Like the ideology of everything has to be perfect. People have to meet these standards. If they don't meet those standards, then they're like society's like worst people ever. I guess like mentally, yeah, like that's how they think about it. And honestly. Not far off. <laughs> There's still those 
that mindset today and they like touch upon it in yeah. that sense of like this is still how people see it and if it continues this way yeah men are probably going to be putting their ladies on the bed in a virtual reality to make themselves feel better right yeah it was i don't know the whole the whole movie was it was good i really liked it a lot um i was a little confused at first see i wasn't I think I haven't seen it in a while. I think when I first but... watched it, I was, I was quite weary of it myself. Yeah, I guess I, I pick apart movies like it's nothing because, thanks Lancaster High School's forensic class where we all we did was pick apart movies mm-hmm. and like just the tiny details, and I also took like a film class in college where we had to like, look at movies as what are the symbols like that are showing through like what they're doing in this? My brain has split into like seven different directions when I watch a movie. It's it hurts sometimes. It depends on the movie for me. I'm so like I have to be into it. Yeah, like I cannot do that with a movie that I don't like. Matt has tried to sit me down and watch some movies, and you know, I sit there, I try, but I can't. My brain just goes to seven different directions that don't involve that yeah so like i really have to be into the movie for my like to want to dive deeper and understand about like the little things about it oh my gosh keep hitting the mic (laughs) um (laughs) headbutt um what was i gonna say i really don't know yeah i don't know that movie (laughs) movie was honestly like an eight yeah i'd send for me look at that i I don't know if there was anything that i was like okay this is like there wasn't really a whole lot, though. I, I, it wasn't nothing, as fucked up as the other two. It, there's nothing off the top of my head that I can go like, yeah, I wasn't a fan of that part. I mean, yeah, yeah, I think so. I it think was, it was a pretty, like, overall well-rounded movie. Yeah, it was, but it still had the whole, like, psychological damage. Yeah. Which is hard to come by without some sort of, like, truly fucked up thing. So, now, what would you have rated Midsummer? Midsummer, I would put at a solid nine. Nine, I was, I would say maybe for me it was like a seven. See, I really liked it. I think the graphics, the way it was done, I just really enjoyed it. I did, I really, I did like it, but again, there was some, just some things that I was like, oh, I really could have just went without seeing that. (laughs) That's fair. Yeah, same thing with Midsummer. When you actually sit down and watch it, be like, it was good. But could have done without X, Y, and Z. So yes, to recap, um, Leave the World Behind was pretty good. Yeah, it was, um, it was mediocre. I think that um, the owners of the house were quite literally the most sensible people on the planet, mm-hmm. and they knew they, they were they, they knew what was up. On they were on they were just unproblematic. Like this this woman's family, they're renting out this house. They're the four most problematic people on the planet. Meets it seems the like. most problematic, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. this woman, she's like, I hate people. That was the cringiest line. I think I that whole. People. I just and, and then it it just cuts out, and it's like, really? That's it. That's you just hate people. I hate people. It was well, like you got the get most. You live with. <laughs> you have to interact with them. It was day. like the most like Gen X like <laughs> quip line ever and i was like oh it just made me feel ill or like a millennial too she really just made you hate her personality 
Like, yeah. it's like, okay, bitch, I hate you too. Like, like just say that you hate <laughs> me and get on with your day. Can you find anything else to hate? Because I'm sure you could. And the the, the dad, the Ethan Hawke's character was just so, like, oblivious and he just took the the verbal abuse. abuse. Yeah. like, you know, I'm... I'm just here for the ride. Meanwhile, yeah. this guy, like, who owns the house who they're trying to rent is like, hey, um, the city's, like, kind of falling apart, but I can't really, like, he's, like, trying to play it cool, and he's like, so we do need to stay here in the house that I own. Yeah, so, like, you kind of have no choice. And they're like, well, do. I don't trust you. It's like, he's like, I literally emailed you. Like, the fuck? I literally have been in contact with you. Yeah, and... It's their house. They can do whatever they want. Like, and she's like, I don't know if I feel comfortable with you staying here. And it's like, then bitch first leave. of all, he owns the place. The bitch, you leave. Like, what? I'm just trying to enjoy my vacation. It's like, you just sound like a a Karen. A, yeah. She was literally a Karen. <laughs> She's the worst Karen. Yeah. No. And then, you know, oh, God, I would be, I would, if I were in their situation, I would have been like, I'm going to called the police like i well they couldn't because they had no they oh, had well, nothing i mean yeah yes literally avoiding the whole point of the movie but <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so it was okay it, yeah, was, it was okay it was again not my favorite i didn't love it just because it just was kind of cringy and all over the place and yeah. um midsummer midsummer was pretty good pretty good pretty good a few things i i didn't love about it so yeah, and then um, Don't Worry Darling was my favorite out of the three. Mm-hmm. And honorable mentions for movies that I've seen recently, not that they're fucked up, because that was basically the whole point of like yeah. the movies that we picked, but on the topic of Florence Pugh, mm-hmm. you still have to watch A Better Person with uh, Morgan yes. Freeman. And I, that movie was so good. We were talking about this the other night, too. And it was it, it's about this girl... Who is in love with her husband and well, no. No, they're get they're her fiance. They had an engagement party next day. They go, um she goes dress shopping with his sister and they get into a car accident and um flash forward, I'm not gonna spoil everything, but um she gets addicted to drugs. Um prescription drugs. Oh, I was guessing. She gets addicted to prescription um hydrocodone i think it is i don't know i haven't seen it (laughs) um and whichever one is literally like linked directly to also heroin i'm not sure um uh and then um so and essentially she sees her fiance's dad Mm -hmm. in rehab and they have a complicated relationship because yeah you have to watch it it's yeah it seems like a lot it's so sad it just the way they paint what it's like to be and i would know i've never been addicted to you know drugs narcotics or drugs but like it you could tell that it could have been painted from the perspective of somebody who has actually been like addicted to drugs mm-hmm. but i i mean i'm not gonna assume but zach braff the guy who wrote the movie directed it the guy who's in scrubs yeah and florence Pugh wrote this movie together i believe and they just they painted it so well 
to the point where you felt like you knew almost what it was like to have like an like an addiction yeah to be somebody who suffers from addiction like oh. it just i love movies like that i feel like that could be like a whole separate thing i literally like bawled my movies eyes out that like portray addiction and like how accurate <clears throat> they are i think it's i think with psychology and everything i love things like that and like how the brain works especially when it comes to addiction how it works oh yeah it's such an interesting thing but yes and then also the boy in the hair and you have to go see it we're gonna do an entire Whole episode off of studio ghibli, studio ghibli ghibli whatever ghibli ghibli Gip it. miyazaki films <laughs> i yes that movie was so good i want to go see it again so i can like dissect it a little bit better mm-hmm. you'll understand when you see it yeah no i'm yeah definitely his magnum that. opus that was opus. miyazaki's i think last film yes it was and he i think he won a sort of thing for it i'm not up with the golden globes or grammy yes i, I will I have no idea. so um in conclusion florence Pugh, <laughs> will you Mary, no. <laughs> Will you marry? follow me on Insta? No. <laughs> can you just can you give me a wave of some sorts, just a little shy, clean wave or something? Um. So thank you for listening to the Florence Pugh fan club. Yeah, honestly. Well, I mean, um, were we really? I don't know. I don't think we were as much as a fan club this time. No, we definitely weren't. The if you would have listened to the, you know, we were hyping her up. She's. She is just. She's a very well-rounded individual. Has a beautiful voice too. Yeah, it's great singer. Um, another thing to get into, but yeah. No, when you she... go, when you see a better person, mm-hmm. you'll know. Yes, I'll have to absolutely. But yes, um, you keep saying that, and then you don't. So because I, don't know I forget, if I can trust I... you anymore. No. Maybe you should text me this time, <laughs> so I have written like remembrance because uh. without a paper trail, I. My memory sucks. You so, can tell me one thing, I'll go whoosh out the other. <laughs> um, so yes, um, thank you for listening to yes. our episode. Um, next week, um, we're gonna we're trying to adjust our schedule a little bit. So whenever our next episode comes out, it comes out. Um, <laughs> but yeah. um, we're playing for Thursdays. We're yeah, switching it up. Though. We're um, yes. So welcome um, to ADHD time. We. It happens when it happens. We may or may not have a guest next week. We're unsure. We're not going to tell you. We're... We know. We know. But we you don't. You got to make a list of I know. We're supposed <laughs> to act like we have these things planned out. Um, yeah, you We know. don't. Uh, we do. Never. We totally have these things planned out. So yeah. We're just so surprise be surprised. Yeah. yeah. You'll never know. Um, no. Why would we even have a guest, Shay? Come on. I don't know. So, yes, we will... Uh, well, you'll find out what the next episode is about when when you listen we to tell it. you yeah or if we don't if we i hope you're com- just as confused as we are right now yes <laughs> and we'll also introduce our other segment that we forgot to get to um <laughs> Alyssa's gym thoughts i can't wait to hear these oh, because I have a list a whole list we'll do- we'll devote a whole like 20 30 minutes to just just <laughs> stupid things I think about when I go to the gym. Anyways, well, thank you for listening. Um, yes. We hope that you stick around for the next episode. And um, apologies for the second episode coming out so late. Uh. <laughs> I apologize for nothing. So, yeah. Um, Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>